0: Don't you just sing this song?
1: Well, you said you were going to sing the song. I'm is not
0: going to sing the song. I don't know the song. Just... That's way too many words.
1: You're going to deprive the audience? They, you you promised like, the audience. I'm
0: not gonna, you're going to you sing that song. I don't even know it.
1: All right. Well, I hope the audience doesn't tweet you at Emma Stone Tyler okay. on Twitter and says how mad they are. Are we you... recording right oh, now? Oh, we're so... recording. This is all in the episode.
0: I'm not singing the song. <laughs> I, I, I didn't remember how long it was and I don't have the time to rehearse. And I also, just for lack of a better word, don't want to. So Luke's going to sing the song.
1: Well, wait, Emma, do you know what time it is? Like should we even do the whole thing? You think? Like what time is it? What? Do you know what time it is?
0: It's. This is a pun. It's <laughs> it leading the song. It's.
1: <laughs> it's that time again. <sighs> Can't you feel it, my friends? The band's here, playing all the right chords.
0: Do you feel good? Like I called it. It was a pun.
1: <laughs> it's the night of nights, so everyone <laughs> hop aboard for the decom. The DECOM Choice Awards. Oh. Okay, I will admit I went too low on that, but the, your response was to go screeching yeah, high. Yeah, you
0: went too low, so I, I went thought too low. I would even it out. And we I went too low.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the third, but also kind of fourth annual, but third of its being its own episode, DECOM Choice Awards. I'm ecstatic here tonight. I'm in a tuxedo, and you can't prove And otherwise. I'm
0: naked.
1: <laughs> you can't disprove either of those uh. facts. I'm feeling great tonight. You know, we've got so many wonderful nominees. I mean, I've been nom- better. <laughs> we've got so many wonderful nominees who have joined us this evening. Mm-hmm. By And by joined us, I mean it's just the two of us, as usual. What
0: if we were all in on one big Zoom with, like, Debbie Ryan? Yeah. That would be I so did, great.
1: Or if we had just bought, like, a million cameos from
0: oh my God. Disney Channel celebrities. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> that actually would be great. Um, But... If you're new around here... Wish we had
0: the funds for that. Maybe um, if we go behind a paywall.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, if you're new around here and confused what this is, at the end of a year of our show, a season, if you will... We go back through all the movies we've watched, and we hand out some awards on the best and mostly the worst of what we've experienced in that time. Um, so for this season... It's like
0: the Oscars and the Razzies if they were exactly. one show. Exactly. Which, honestly, they, they should, should be. be. They should, they should be. be.
1: You should make Dakota Johnson come up on stage during the Oscars and be like, yeah, I don't know what you want from me, guys. The Fifty Shades films are bad. And
0: I want that back-to-back with something about coming by your name. Like, I want
1: all those people in oh, the same yeah, room. Yeah.
0: And I'd watch that for eight hours. I
1: would watch... It, it would make award shows better. It just would.
0: So um, that's a free idea. Hollywood. But
1: I don't want award shows to do better because we already have the best one. And considering most award shows are canceled, we, I think, categorically have the best yes. one this year. So We
0: were trendsetters. We were all digital first. That's then. true.
1: That's true. We were all remote. Um, but let's just hop into it. Um, the movies we're going to be covering are Brink to Radio Rebel, but let's start with what I think is always the most hotly contested category each year. I Emma, mean, do you know what re- category I'm referring to? Um, most superfluous character? No, that's the last <laughs> one we do. Um, this, although. That's was, my favorite. I will say though that this was a, uh, an interesting year, I feel, for awards where we were putting this list together and I feel like we had to do a little more bending of the general conventions than usual, but you know what? We got a great list and we're here to talk about the worst. Parent. We did not have to bend anything for the worst parent because no, there was always- many,
0: always good options.
1: Always so many good options. And
0: by good we mean bad.
1: Of course. Um and so first up we have Rob and Delilah Adams from Radio Rebel. The wow. just I will admit, more unconventional than bad. One was stepdad. The mother just seemed to be concerned with her own entire vibe and just railroaded Debbie Ryan doing whatever she wanted. Okay. And then the dad just... Are we supposed to give
0: our opinions here or do we just list the nominees and then we give our opinions?
1: Uh, We we generally give like a quick breeze over, but...
0: My thing about these is, yes, they were terrible, but also I... Just thought they were bizarre Like They weren't That's They weren't true. stand out as being terribly Bad at parenting, they were just terribly the, Bizarre characters mm-hmm. and they didn't Fit the norms of, of what I thought a parent Should be or what I thought a human on this Earth should be. Very true So so that was tough, which also makes them not a great parent Because mm-hmm. if you are not a human on this earth, how do you know The norms of parenting? Def, but,
1: definitely more unconventional Than a straight yes, up bad parent, yes. but I do think They had some missteps. Uh, next up is Ralph Brinker, Andy's dad from Brink What
0: an asshole. Yeah, this, this is a Weird what one. What a miserable asshole that man was it, It
1: it runs into the same thing as uh, we had in, like, Motocrossed, where the parent is bad, but also they're trying to give them, like, an arc to be better. But, like, the ways he was bad were more confusing than anything. And there was that
0: whole, like... Redeeming monologue in the garage
1: and also he had like his back wounded. He was just a
0: miserable man it was a whole He thing. was miserable and he took all of his and I understand his back was wounded mm-hmm. But don't take it out mm-hmm. on your wife and kids man.
1: Very true. Very true. Uh, then we have uh, the Wilds who are Christopher Wilde's parents Those from people Starstruck. were
0: pieces of shit yeah, which, like,
1: <laughs> I know what you're thinking audience, but wait a minute that does, I barely remember these people from films from that film that you're correct but if you look on paper at what those people what were, were doing, doing you
0: this one takes a bit of subtext. It does. But we yes. did call it out on the podcast that they were ostensibly driving this child, singer, actor into the ground Mm -hmm. for their own financial gain. Yes. They were like momager to the max. They were the Dina Lohans of the DCOM world. That kid didn't have a second to breathe. And they were reaping the benefits and pouring all that money into cardboard cutouts to hang up in their stupid house. Yes. And at the end, he literally had to sit fire his own parents. He did fire his own parents. He did fire his own parents. parents I'm surprised he also didn't
1: go for full emancipation from that. And he
0: should have. Because you know all that money is being spent on hookers and ping pong tables. (laughs)
1: Like, I don't trust. Wait, wait, wait. wait. They're (laughs) spending the money on hookers and Ping pong yeah, you think that's going into college fun? Well, no, but why would the parents, like the married parents, buy hookers and ping-pong sure. tables? They have an open marriage, obviously. That's yeah, so you okay. could have told okay. that from one look at them. And last on our list are all of the parents from Cadet Kelly. Wow. Once again, we do have a stepdad in the mix. But,
0: but it was a mom-a-dad and a stepdad. It
1: was a mom-a-dad and a stepdad, and they all were making horrible decisions. A
0: real devil's three-way if you want <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> they were all oof, miserable.
1: Oof! I did something about applying that <laughs> term to this situation. Is rough.
0: The mom was an asshole and just was focused on getting her own dick wet in her new family. I'm know. I'm going
1: to disagree. I don't think the mom was an asshole. I think she just was so inconsiderate of her child. Yes. I think the stepdad was an asshole because he was just a clo- cold, closed-off man. And then he's marrying this woman with this very free-spirited daughter. And then it's like, you know what? I'm going to make, force her life to change into a totally new environment. And then
0: be shocked when she doesn't, doesn't fit in. And not help
1: her facilitate that transition no, whatsoever. He, you're right.
0: He was an asshole. And she was just a selfish bitch. Mm-hmm. And the dad was just negligate. a fucking piece of <laughs> shit. Negligate. He was just absent. He was an absentee he father. He was going
1: around the world even, taking photos. He
0: was even worse than an absentee father because it was a kind of father where you had to take care of him. Mm-hmm. Like, she was worried for his own safety because yes. that man was such a piece of shit. Because he was an going around to,
1: to Chad and Beirut and all that. I, hated that guy. I didn't that like guy. that guy either. I and, and the only part I enjoyed about his character was when he fell off a cliff. Um, he deserved to the, fall. Not, off that I, cliff. You know, you said it, not me. Um, Emma, who's your pick going? I'm to? the Why cadet. You,
0: Cali parents. The cadet.
1: Cali parents. Yes. Um, every single one of those fuckers. Yeah, I think I'm. I just think categorically, I have to give it to them as well. I think if you just look at and the,
0: I don't know if they had an unfair advantage because it was a team of three. That's true. And the rest of these that's was true. either a single person or a team of two. So maybe they got an extra boost. But I'm just saying, for me, it's a
1: runaway. For me, it, the reason I'm picking them is because. Because if you look at the other three competitors and the steps they took to being bad parents, I think all three of the cadet parents also did all of that. Mm-hmm. Like Robin Delilah from Radio Rebel pushed the daughter to do things she didn't want to do, Cadet Kelly did yep. absolutely. Ralph Brinker was confused about like what the daughter, uh, passion, right? Confused about the child's passion and was scared of it. Personality, Cadet Kelly parents, absolutely. And the Wilds putting their own financial gain (laughs) in front of their child's (laughs) one hundred percent. The parents of Cadet Kelly win worst parent this year, Um, even if they did have a very good emotional core scene at the end where she calls. I don't care. the, The scene where she calls them both her dad was very good, and I'm not taking that away from the film. Um, but let's look on the other end of that spectrum. We're going to the best parents now. But
0: do we see who won the popular vote?
1: Oh, of course. Well, we agreed. So technically we did, but also the audience agreed with us. And the, the both of them.
0: Good call, Oh, Yeah,
1: that's why I just skipped over. Good it was, call. It was one of a rare unanimous vote from- It was a
0: runaway win. It was a
1: runaway. Not only amongst us in the polls, they far and away took home the gold. Um, but let's move on to the best parents. We have Eileen and Steve Stevens from Even Stevens. I liked them a lot. They're, yeah, very good. Uh, Gwen Piper from Halloween Town 4, um, Greg Enders from Right on Track, mm, you're dead. A- and Jim and Judy Marshall, literal superheroes from Up, Up, and Away. <laughs> this is an interesting category. This is what I was saying earlier about the being an interesting year for nominations. And I, I'm always concerned about putting people from TV shows on these lists because they have so much. we have so much more time to get to know them. But also, Emma and I never really watched even Stevens that much, so we just kind of had to take them at face value from the film. And
0: I really liked that the mom was like a senator mm-hmm. and had a big time job. Job, and they seem to really love their kids. They 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 obviously had flawed children. Um,
1: They're making the best of it. But
0: they and I I don't know. I really really enjoyed them, and I think I they also that also speaks to good acting. Those yes. are both good actors. Um, but I mean, I, and I felt that they really loved each other, and I I think they have good comedic. I don't know. I, I that's what I was going to say.
1: Is that I, it's the same thing as we've said. A, many times before about the parents and Lizzie McGuire and like I also think Wither's a Waverly Place you could throw that in there when you have the good pa- actors you have good actors playing the parents and they give they are just as funny as the kid characters you know you've done your job right because mm-hmm. the parents and even Stevens are genuinely funny even if the film wasn't as much about them Gwen Piper
0: is she a return nominee?
1: she's a return nominee well she I think is bounced around between <laughs> worst and best which is like the weird and again truth. this
0: has the same thing like could she have a leg up because we know her so well we know her from three previous That's movies That's it's true. similar to a TV show or we've, we've been town with her before, but she really is one of the few bright spots of this absolute shit bag of a which
1: is it, which is insane because she's in so little of it.
0: And but she comes in to save the goddamn day when she everyone comes else in drives so
1: hard to save the day but, because there's
0: no way out otherwise. She drive they everyone else drives this movie right into the it's ground. It's
1: literally like mom, I screwed up so bad. I need you to come to Halloween Town and save me. And the she's lesson of like, this right. movie
0: is ostensibly call your mom for yep, help. That's true. When you literally cannot solve the problem because you are Just Sarah Paxton and you're a dummy, you have to call your mom. And she yep. will come to your college and pick you up from that frat party, baby. That's... Because that is literally what happens.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, Greg Enders is an interesting pick. I think he teetered on the precipice of good parent. Because uh, I think the mom raised some valid points about his... <laughs> Parenting style.
0: I think the mom and the dad were on the brink of a divorce. Uh, yeah, that's well, they did I, as we said
1: in real life They did get divorced. <laughs> yeah, that was
0: clear. They, they though you read that Wikipedia article before they showed up on set and those actors were like We're gonna play this yeah, we're like, gonna we play, play this like, <laughs> like we're
1: like, and a few we're staying together for the kids I think he was right in the end that the girls just loved, loved it. the sport.
0: And maybe that's the portrayal Who's to say about the real Greg Enders? Yes. In this movie, they really did love the sport and he supported them mm-hmm. And also like never had a misogynistic bone in his body, about no. them not shouldn't be doing it He was, you know, I felt very very good in that sense he really like fucking hated that other kid and that crazy misogynistic dad who yeah. was
1: awful. We'll talk about them later. Uh, but also, he was a parent. We and this is us fan theoring. He had some kind of under the table dealings in order to fund the entire operations for the unclear where that
0: money was coming from.
1: Unclear where that money was coming from. But I believe Greg Enders has some skeletons in his closet. But he also some just, bodies he, in the he also just
0: I also liked him. I remember saying this in the episode. Didn't shot. He went was very much like doesn't matter that they're girls. They can do this sport. They're better than all the boys. But he didn't shy them away from the realities of the situation, of no. why they weren't getting sponsored, of why things were harder for them. I think that's a good parent, is alerting them to the realities of the world. And then you might have the cards stacked against you sometimes. Mm-hmm,
1: Gotta absolutely. work that much harder. Definitely, yes. Jim and Judy Marshall, also an interesting pick. Not so much put on there for being literal superheroes. And, like, in Up Up in a way, they did do some things where I was like, okay, come on. Like, they were being, like...
0: They were a little too into their kid having superpowers. They were a little too
1: into their kid having superpowers. They didn't believe him about the mind control thing. But admittedly, like, they thought it was possible, but then just he didn't have evidence. So they were Mm -hmm. like, whatever. But what I will say, the reason I want to include them is, again, this comes down to the acting. They were good
0: actors. Those
1: parents were given very little to work with, I feel like, and they just put it all on the line. They were like... We are, you know, and literal you superheroes like, living felt, lives. I felt like I believed that, them. I, believed I
0: know, them. And it's not just the best parent thing. It's not just about, like, the acting, but it's also, like, I think we bring up acting a lot because it's, like, for you to be voted best parent, we have to believe that you love your fake kids, mm-hmm. and that's what I think comes through in the end, especially the struggle with the dad of wanting him to have powers and kind of that thing, and you kind of see it in the end where, like, he comes to terms with it and things like that, and mm-hmm. I... You you see the love, the familial love. That acting is really great.
1: For me personally, I go first because my turn. Uh, for me personally, I think I'm going to throw this one to Gwen. Piper. i think the even steven's parents are great obviously we talked about that I, th- I think they're all great but honestly i think emma's totally right i think that movie would not be the level of okay that it is if it weren't for gwen piper like the scenes where we're cutting away for her to do her real estate comedy and at the grocery store are kind of stupid in concept but just watching judith hoag up there just being like all right, I got this. And then Giving sh- us something. And then giving slipping us it at the end and doing like a Wonder Woman style transformation into a Halloween Town outfit is poetic cinema. And honestly, I think we can't give many good things to Halloween Town 4. So I want to give uh, that to her in Halloween Town 4.
0: I love that. I love that journey for us. I think I'm going to have to go with... Uh, the parents from even Stevens. Mm. I liked them the best, I think. And I and I think a lot of it came back to the mom being a senator, which I know is is a cheap, cheap ploy to get me into it. But I, I really liked that, and I liked them, and I thought they loved their kids.
1: They did. They absolutely did. And I have good news for you. I mean, the audience voted uh, for Eileen and Steve Stevens. But I will say this. Razor-thin margins on this one. Between whom? Gwen and Eileen and Steve Stevens. Yeah. 35% went to the Stevens. And that
0: might have been an unfair advantage because we've been with them longer. That's but true. But that's just true. how the well, people voted. We we've been with and...
1: Gwen for a long time, too. That's what I'm
0: saying, with both oh, of them. both. All of over
1: them. the oh, other yeah, two. Um, but 35% went to the Stevens, 34 went to Gwen. Damn. Went just cutting it close. Uh, but yeah, so Best Parent, Eileen and Steve Stevens. Gwen, we love you. You're great. Love you Also the
0: like that the guy's name is Steve Stevens. That's, just, gotta that's, respect gold. That that's shit. gold. That's, that's gold. gold. That's
1: gold. Now we come to a very interesting category this year, and which is generally one of Emma's favorite categories. Best Original Song. This but year
0: we had a lot of stinkers, This folks. year
1: we had some Slim pickins, and honestly that's on us because we and made... And
0: I wanted to do multiple zombie songs, and I was shut down. Zombies Hive, I'm With You, and I thought every single one of these nominees the should reason, be from zombies. The reason
1: I shot this down was because... We, last year we did High School Musical and Camp Rock in the same year, which was a mistake on our part. Really blew our wad. Really blew our wad. And also- guess what I don't regret it. But also I dictated that we couldn't just make the whole thing, Camp Rock and High School Musical songs, because that would just be the whole list. But so for this year, we have Starstruck from Starstruck, um, We So Fly from Radio Rebel, uh, Dream Vacation from Evan Stevens. That was good. And- like, uh do it like the zombies do Ugh. from Zombies 2. An absolute classic.
0: But again, I had a really hard time trying to lobby for one specific song from the Zombies 2 soundtrack. We, because we, there were so many bops that I was so obsessed with. We, and we it was really a, hard for me to pick the one that I wanted to be included.
1: We had a lengthy discussion about this. Um
0: I wanted the werewolf song. She did want the werewolf. So
1: she didn't want the werewolf song. I narrowed it down oh. to the Zombies... Thank you, Mama. To the uh Zombies... Uh, do it like the Zombies do song. That's so what we had to narrow it down, too. Uh Because... And I, the reason I never done that, Emma also agrees. Do great, we
0: like the zombies? Great song.
1: That is the only song from that film that weeks later I was still going like, Do, do we, we like the zombies, zombies? Do don't stop. Oh wow. Um It just gets in your head, and I always love that. Dream vacation um, uh, was put on here because, as we said, there were slim pickings. But also just the shock of that movie ending in a music video for a song sung by Christy Carlson Romano and like the the Even Stevens band. I love that r- band. That's, I love that that's, band. It's, it's just fantastic. It's you don't see it's like a sucker punch, but in a good way. I don't know how to describe it. It
0: felt very Brady Bunch like uh, at the end when they all had, you know, family band.
1: Yes, it did feel like that, but I loved it. I'm not here to say that it's outdated, it was great. We So Fly for Brady Revel. Again,
0: really sl- one of the, I feel like that just made it on there because it was one of the few things that I could attach to a blah. bubble. I, was yes. like, I don't hate this so much. And
1: again, we had slim pickings for songs this year, but also an okay song. It's like the mudslide crush. Of, yeah, of, it of, is. Of, it was a
0: mudslide crush off the album, not even a single. Yes.
1: And Starstruck, again, this was actually kind of difficult because there are some other pretty good songs in Starstruck, but this one I wanted to give because it's the only one that Sterling Knight actually sings, number one. And I like this song. It's a good song. It is a good song. It
0: didn't have the same affection. It's my turn. And so I will say, obviously, I vote with the zombies hive always. It is do it like the zombies do from Zombies 2.
1: Well, I hate to shock Yama, but I'm also going to pick Do It Like the Zombies yes! do. Um
0: Zombies. I,
1: I have been pretty harsh. When does
0: Zombies 3 come out? I I n- hopefully I made never. It.
1: I have been very harsh at the Zombies franchise <laughs> for a while now. And I think I kind of owe them this. Number 1. Uh give I kind, them the respect. I kind of owe them this and if I was going to give them a song ever it would be in the year when their pickings are slim. And honestly, I do think Starstruck is a good song, but like I don't I've never been like I w- would really like to just dance to starstruck no it doesn't starstruck. have that same it kind of it doesn't have vague. that kind of kinetic. it's not,
0: It's a good song but it's not an earworm yeah in the way that zombies yeah. is
1: uh which unfortunately the audience did vote handily for starstruck sorry nearly 50 percent of the vote went to starstruck wow but I was as to
0: be fucking wrong but
1: as always the opinions that matter most are
0: ours and um, how did zombies finish hopefully second
1: uh second yes thank
0: god second
1: That's but by a much shorter margin let's move on. Speaking of Starstruck, uh, we're going to move on to Worst Protagonist, and who's first in that category, but the one, the only, the truly dynamic, but in a bad way, Sarah Olsen from Starstruck. What an
0: absolute monster Just, person.
1: wow. Just where was... Talk
0: th- about not anyone you want to root for. Just, just screaming at Sterling Knight the just entire movie.
1: Back and forth on everything. Uh, Danny Wrigley from Twas the Night. Truly... What a...
0: I can't even picture him in my mind's eye.
1: Like, well, not notable, number one. Number two, just kind of a scumbag in general. Piece of shit. We almost did it in Switch Him Out for His Uncle for Brian Cran- as Brian Cranston. But the problem is Brian Cranston was fun to watch because he's Brian yeah. Cranston. I have this a guy, hard time
0: saying I hate Brian Cranston in any role.
1: As Emma would say this, he was a nothing burger of <laughs> a character.
0: <laughs> he was a nothing burger. But
1: also, like... A nothing burger that had gone that had gone bad. Yeah, it was like it was it was, it was not spoiled. great. Um, Tara Adams from Radio Rebel.
0: What a just absolutely Debbie mess.
1: Ryan making a lot of big decisions in that one. they um, are gonna leave it there. And possibly, as we... I said, think maybe
0: that's... I mean, I know this isn't a category, but, like, that's the worst written protagonist. Like, she didn't even have a, a personality. Like, like, Debbie Ryan made some crazy choices, but yeah. there's just nothing there, there she, They gave her girl. nothing
1: to work with, really, so you can't blame Except her. Except shy. Shy, in que- quotation marks. Um, and then again, as we mentioned... Bouncing back and forth as always, Marnie Piper in <laughs> Halloween Town. been a real
0: race to the bottom! What These a real,
1: people. I think has she been? I think every year we've done it. She's either been worst or best protagonist.
0: I wanted you to not even say Marnie Piper. You should have listed in the poll it as fake Marnie fake because we all know justice for real Marnie. This is not a Marnie I recognize.
1: That's it is true. It this is, is Sarah Paxton. Sarah Paxton
0: doing a terrible Something. job again.
1: Not given a lot to work with. No, I
0: didn't even really mean her acting. I kind of just no. also meant like Marnie in this script is a big old dummy she's a, dumbass. And, and she's a dumbass. Which Marnie has been in other movies as well, but yes. this one was almost glaring. Where it was like you can easily solve these problems, but you're actually just too stupid when the rubber meets the road to like help I, yourself.
1: Uh, I'm going first, and I I think I'm gonna have to give it to Marnie just because of the fact she gets the key from her grandmother in the past, right? that opens the box that, that ostensibly dooms was... that ostensibly dooms the universe.
0: I'm breaking and out hives. I she, cannot.
1: She gets it and she's like, "Okay, I'm going to give this to you. Don't open the box and destroy the universe, right?" And she's like, "Got it, no problem. Thanks for the key." <laughs> she then goes to the future and what is the first thing she does when she gets back to her apartment Emma? She fucking opens the box. She opens the goddamn box. Like if, She had no motivation no to motivation, do so. No motivation. All she had, if I were her and the mom and the grandma handed me the key, I would have literally just swallowed the key. And i literally like, was like, my stomach acid is dissolving this key.
0: Also, when she did it, I was like, it. Nah! like I <laughs> screamed with the key. I was like, why? Why?
1: It's single-handedly the stupidest decision, Marty. Like in the second one, which is also where I think she was nominated for worst, her decisions came from the fact that she was a hormonal teenager and got very attracted to Cal and that caused her slip up. It's understandable. We she she wasn't
0: even Digmatized in this one No
1: She just was like I need to know About these powers That I have Even if it dooms Everybody And even though The fact I have No reason to Open Like was that No it was before They turned Dylan Into the dog And they were blackmailing Yeah him. Yep, yep. It was, well so, No no, Yeah I'm already Rough Rough move Emma
0: Mine's gonna be for um, The absolute miserable girl From Starstruck Yeah Tara Tara Sarah Sarah Tara's I, radio rebel Literally Sarah I hate her And only because Like I really refrain from Especially young women I don't like on this podcast To call young women a bitch And I called her a bitch Multiple times <laughs> Because I truly could not Think of a better No Different word to describe her That was accurate
1: I'm gonna change I I don't think Tara I think Sarah is the worst Written protagonist Yeah because, she really Because like because if you look at the bad writing surrounding these people, Tara, it, like they were like, you're shy, and that's it. But they at least gave her one solid direction for her to run with.
0: They didn't even give the girl Sarah anything, Sarah except Olsen, for just be mean to it was, this you, man. You're
1: either 100% in love, ready to rip your pants off, and go with Christopher Wilde, or you are going to murder, murder this yeah. man. with. Shh no explanation how she gets from one to the other.
0: The the sheer like nonsense, but like the sheer nothing behind her rage and her like, I, I truly just, I think for me it's like the insane rudeness. Like, I wouldn't even speak to someone this way if they like ran over my dog. No. Like, you know, they, she speaks to this man as if he has just killed a family member in front of her. Like, and
1: she's like, off, been, off the and jump. She, and she's handcuffed to him in the And, and, and
0: off the jump, she hates him so much. And they don't give us a reason no. for her to behave that way. So the entire movie, I was just infuriated by her her presence her dialogue yep. everything about it
1: it's like if you put up notes on a whiteboard that'd be like sarah is angry at chris and then step two blank sarah is now falling in love with chris and then blank sarah is furious at chris and then you never wrote anything in to, between to, to, to write and all
0: those has, she's a beautiful girl and i just think there was just nothing there and the anger it 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 was bad and i ha- hated her i hated her
1: uh well the audience could have hated her too because she won the fan yeah. poll so that's gonna go to yeah. Sarah Olsen fuck
0: Sarah <laughs> <laughs> I hated her now we- and I think you know also before we move on just because I want to like really level this out I don't, don't just hate this girl don't have this actress but I think the reason that she made me so mad was because I think I would have really liked that movie that otherwise. movie would have been great that movie would have been made for me that is like every like girl's fantasy like and I would have loved a- that movie I liked him and I was like yeah. if she was better this would have been a great
1: movie and we'll talk about that a little later on because th- that's gonna be a, a factor later but we're gonna move on to one of two nearly all or nothing matchups from the polls this year mm-hmm. it was it was heaven or hell baby like there were two massive standouts from the polls and i'm very interested to see where this goes our first is in the best protagonist category number one andy brink brinker from brink gotta love him gotta love the founder of team Puppin' and suds <laughs>
0: I do believe when this movie came out, I did say if he was leading a cult, I would join it. We, like, we've I would said that
1: about a scary amount of characters. Like that I
0: was, but I was believed it with him. I was like, whatever he's selling, I'm buying it.
1: Uh, number two, Christopher Wilde again, like liked him. him a lot. He was great. Kelly Collins from Cadet Kelly. Loved her. Loved her. Uh, I almost said Lise McGuire.
0: Ribbon dancing.
1: Hilary Duff, absolutely killing it in her one DCOM shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Michael Woods from Horse Sense. Oh
0: well, yeah, Mike, he, team
1: too. He, uh, Joey uh, Joey Lawrence. I always get confused with Joey. Lawrence giving a great performance, making me care about a character that I should not have cared about. Yep. Did a great job. It's your turn to go first. I think
0: it's a tough one, guys. Um, oh, they know it's a tough
1: one. I mean. This was a.
0: This has got to be close, and I think I know who it comes. Down I'm to sure you because do. I'm going between two in my head. Yeah, and I don't want to um, not to be a traitor to my gender or anything. Um, but I have to pick Brink. Um, not Cadet Kelly. Um, just because, and I will only refer to her as her title, Cadet Kelly, not Kelly. Um, because I genuinely liked him so much as a person and while I really liked Kelly and warmed to her too, she just made choices that were sometimes hard for me to reconcile. Like, I would be like, can't you just try a little bit? Like, just, I'm someone who really, this not a person, me personal thing, I'm a really big brown noser following the rules <clears throat> kind of person, especially in school. So when she would purposely do shit that she knew was wrong, it sometimes drove me nuts and she sometimes was a little too like zany and like all over the place for me. Like when she knocked over that fish bowl and was like shoving a camera in everyone's oh, face I like she was like about the fishbowl. maoing on Chinese. We was just like, I can't. Maoing on is, Chinese. This is like food? not relatable to me. She's a little bit too much. Um, she was a little much. It was a little much, and I sometimes was just like, can't you just try? Which like I know you were put in a bad situation, but like let's make the best of it, sister. I did like her, and she's obviously amazing and inspiring. But Brink has specialized my heart. I love that man. He. Has never done anything wrong ever. He was a good son who just loved <laughs> to skate. He was a soul skater, and he led that team of misfits like a, a true, 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 true cult leader would. I think he is a great cult leader, and I would join that cult.
1: I, I don't know why it does not always come back to cults with you. It's always like, oh, if they were leading cult, I would Soul
0: skating cult. was a cult, um, but
1: uh, I'm absolutely going to agree with you. I got to give this to Andy Brink- Brinker. The reasoning because I think I don't. Th- I wouldn't say that Kelly's decisions. Maybe upset at her, up to a point. Once she had her first day there and was starting to learn, like, hey, how's here's how things work. Yeah. And then she was like, I'm gonna paint christy carlson romano's head and i'm not gonna expect to get in trouble for that one or i'm still gonna sleep with this blanket even though i know Chris carlson romano is gonna tear it if she finds it again yeah
0: that's my point
1: yeah I, um and, and like we're saying brink made bad choices but because but they were all character motivated like he betrayed his friends obviously mm-hmm. but he needed he needed that money because his dad his mom wasn't selling houses the dad hurt his back he couldn't do construction work it was he was in a tough situation that brink and i i'll be damned if i don't believe in him um also, yes, uh, the the big showdown in this round was between Cadet uh, Kelly and Andy Brink Brinker, but the audience did also give it to Andy Brink Brinker. So yes, he's coming away with another unanimous. Whew, what decision. a runaway! Um, but now we've talked about the good guys. Let's talk about the bad guys. So we're going to move on to worst antagonists. Again, we say this. I feel like we have to repeat this every year. Worst in like in the sense. Of, I
0: was confused about this too, guys. yeah. yeah to pick in
1: them. the sense of like. Their role in the film, not like oh, if they're even this ba- level. It, yes, if they're bad guys, isn't it good to be worse? No, it's like it means
0: like they're not a good invention of a script. Like yes. they are, they are poorly like, written, like, poorly executed. Like
1: Loki in the Marvel movies versus Yellow Jacket in the Marvel movies. Like who's the worst villain? Yellow Jacket.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, because Loki's Man, mean, Man. but he's great. Exactly.
1: So first up, we have The Dominion for Halloween Town 4. fucking... Just...
0: What an absolute nothing burger.
1: uh, Malcolm from Up, Up, and Away. Uh, Dina Reams from Den Brother. Who is Malcolm? Uh, The E from... Oh, um, E. <laughs>
0: refer to him by his proper name, just E from Entourage. E
1: from, e from Entourage. Or as you called him, Turtle from Entourage. <laughs> For a good um, time. And then Jordy and or Rusty Knowlton from uh, Right on Track. Those people were fucking assholes.
0: Who was the third one?
1: Dina Reems from Den Brother.
0: Oh, that bitch. The girl oh, with the bumper. Sorry, Lady I've been saying with... bitch in a lot. And I'm so that's about an saying... adult
1: woman, though. Is it my turn to go first? Yeah. Yes. Here's what I'm going to say about the Dominion. And I'm going to shock you on this one a little bit. The Dominion? Terrible execution. Terrible Terrible execution. Just like their whole thing is like, we're evil, we want to take over Halloween Town, but we're not going to be interesting in any way. And to be fair, Halloween Town has always had problems with the villains. The villain from Halloween Town 3 was also just nothing
0: it was almost it was it was like a v- dominion but it was like a different dominion no it was it just was one Ethan's guy dad, it was, just one he guy. was like his own dominion he it's was like, this, he was
1: doing his own shit but i'm not going to give this to the dominion because they took a big swing with the dominion they tried something new i can respect that attempt I think Silas Sinister and the Sinister Sisters were poorly executed, but I think that could have been a fun idea if they had had fun with it. But they were like, we're just going to have him talk in a deep voice in yeah, like whole yeah, movie and have a very generic villain play. The
0: term Sinister, sinister sister Sisters" sister, is great. Is a, 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 impossible to say, but a great a concept.
1: Great concept. You could have had so much fun. It sounds like a totally spies villain. Yeah, almost. it's amazing. It's great. For me, I mean, Dina is on this one because she's annoying. She was just annoying. She popped her head in all the time and never really interested me in any way. For me, it's really going to come down between malcolm slash e slash turtle or the knowltons i'm tempted not to give it to the knowltons because they were so absent from that film for most of it and also i kind of wanted erica to end up with jordy as we all know i
0: did i felt that but
1: also i can't excuse the blatant sexism presented by those two and i'm not gonna let that stand uh in 2020 without at least putting them on the list i think i'm gonna have to i think i've talked myself into i'm gonna have to give it to malcolm because number one he wanted to mind control people which is always not good. He's um, also
0: dressed like a Miami's Coke dealer from to 1990 me, I'm, to I'm, five.
1: I never understood... He was controlling that sweet woman. Yes, he technology. was also te- also terrible to he women. He was like an abusive boyfriend. Also terrible to women, number one. And I just never got like, what was his vibe? He wanted to like either steal... Bad vibes. Steal, Bad vibes. Steal things or take over the world. It was one of the two. And also like, I
0: don't really like fucking villains where like their prey is elementary school children. It's true. That's a it's tough true. thing to latch onto. It's like, it, not because I'm like, oh, it's like he's the most evil. It's just because it's like a fucked up plan? It's like, what What villain, what adult man, what E from Entourage, picture that man in your mind, his plan to take over the world is to mind control elementary school children? That's fucking stupid. Just a dumb plan.
1: And then even when he starts, I'm saying, I'm going to mind control superheroes. do not you like mind that?
0: control like the fucking leads of Goldman Sachs and wire yourself like a billion dollars? One like, would think. Well, there's better ways. If you, have the, if you have access to mind control, there's better things to do with it.
1: And that's what I'm saying. Even when he tried to mind control superheroes, it was so, it was like a back, and the thing he he stumbled into it well that wasn't part of the plan uh but yeah my vote's gonna go to to Malcolm Slashy from Up Up and Away. Emma are you on with me on this one
0: no I actually have to go with the the Geordie the Geordie boys
1: oh Geordie and Rusty Nolan? I
0: fucking hate those guys as a woman I and actually not even Jordy, Rusty I got it out for you man <laughs> that man when he literally looked at like a grown 50 year old father looked at those girls and was like you can't fucking race here and like I was like this is insane like it's not like it's Actually, evil is just like this is what man would do this or say this out loud what person what person would do this and, again, it also infuriated me that they weren't more of a factor. That, like, the things they needed to overcome in that movie were, like, wanting to join the volleyball team. Like, I wanted those guys. If you're going to have a 50-year-old man at a soapbox derby or whatever the hell it is be like, girls can't race, then, like, make him a villain villain. Like, give me. And then there was all that bullshit with the cars. But then it was, like, such a nothing burger yeah. at the end when he was like, take apart the car. And they're like, it's fine. And, and, I was, also, like,
1: and also there was the fact, Have okay, him
0: sabotage the car.
1: He, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's, here's what I'm gonna say. We have a, um. It's a three way tie because the audience gave it to the Dominion from Halloween Town Four. But the thing is, Emma has just talked me over to her side with picking Jordan Russell and because here's my fa- the reason I'm picking Malcolm is because he's so in that movie and you see him all the time and you hate watching him. The like the worst part about Jordan Russell and is that they are not in that movie. They're not enough of a villain to be like they make you want to hate yes. the people and then they're like, all right, you won't see them for they two me hours. Hate that
0: guy and then they disappear and then they come back and they're like, take apart the car. I'm like, I thought for sure I was like, he's gonna sabotage their
1: cars at one point. No, I didn't give even, me that. I didn't think it was that i thought he was at least putting in a bs claim to stall them but I, then it wasn't, it wasn't. It, it was, he, he like genuinely believed they had like computer wire it, was, wired the it car. was mad dumb it, it was, was mad, mad dumb. Dumb. all right jordy and rusty nolden take it and a lot la- eek it out just at the end after quite a bit of deliberation let's move on to the best antagonist again this was the second one i was talking about another showdown between two giants um and you i bet you can guess who immediately First up is Val from Break. Let's hang let's let's save it. Um next up, Miles McDermott from Even Stevens. Really great character. He was, I think, a surprise from that film. I didn't enter that film thinking I'm gonna end up loving Tim Meadows and his performance in this film, but he really he Tim kinda, Meadows
0: is great. He, he honestly kind of
1: walked away with that movie for me, personally. Yeah. He he did. Uh next up, Jennifer Stone, aka Christy Carlson Romano. Oh, wow, what an absolute um, legend. And then the werewolves and zombies too. Uh, I
0: like I liked all these antagonists. I guys. liked all these
1: antagonists. The problem Emma actually had to talk me into including the werewolves because they weren't necessarily villains. They kind of were because they had their own plans and machinations they were going for. But they become their friends by the end. Without shocking, I mean,
0: wouldn't you say the same? The same argument could be made for Katya Kelly. They have a begrudging expect, respect at the end.
1: Yes, but I think she fl- she fills the villain role more fully. Immediately, like when you meet her, you're like, "Oh, these two are gonna have a yeah. thing."
0: They are diametrically opposed, opposed. foes. It. Um,
1: and sure, she comes around at the end, but I'm saying, like, I think this, the werewolves were never posed as like an obstacle or like a foil. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But Emma, who are you, it's your turn. This is tough. It's tough. I'm not saying it's I want to give
0: it to my girl CCR, but at the same time, she's also.
1: While you're thinking, let me say my thoughts. Um, Val is one of the greatest Disney Channel villains we've that encountered. He's one of the he's best.
0: He's just, like, so much more. He's, he's, he's the Loki he's, of Disney Channel villains.
1: He's Sharpay and Ryan level of yes, S-tier like, villains. Like,
0: Jennifer Stone is great, and I like her, but she's almost, like, too sympathetic in mm-hmm. a way. Like, I almost feel bad for her. It's a, At certain points, like it's like she just, this is her school, and, like, this she's got her hair painted for, like, wanting to play by the rule. Like, I don't know. Like, Val has a great level of, like, s- like mustache twirling snarling like out to get just on brink and it, it's it's just villainy at its, it's, finest. And its finest and he preys on val and on brink's weak spots with the and money thing he's a perfect
1: foil to, to the brink, main ca- main character brink, brink. brink
0: who's all about the the flash and not about the soul of the skating i gotta go with that it's,
1: i'm also gotta go with that like the second i saw i will say i was tracking the polls while they were coming in a lot of people searched for janice stone and val didn't have the lead immediately and I was like oh god is Val not gonna win the popular vote he needs to win the popular vote Val ended up winning the popular vote very close though uh but it's another unanimous decision for Val because he like we said this I think last year when we had to, and I'm not
0: just calling him Loki because he's got those
1: no 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 long (laughs) locks
0: that's
1: not even what I thought you were saying we said this last year because we had Sharpay and Ryan go up against like Seamus McTiernan from Lucky the Irish who are also also a great villain and we were like if any other year they might have taken it. Chris Carlson and Ronaldo might have taken it. Honestly, Miles, yeah. Mc, Miles McDermott might have taken it if it wasn't such a jam-packed year. But Val is S-tier villainy, and he's got to take it in my mind. Yes. Part. Okay, category eight. We're getting to the last few categories, Emma, and this is one that I know you hold very near and dear because it's what you watch these movies mm. for—worst romance.
0: Yes, I do watch these movies for bad romances by Lady Gaga. Honestly,
1: more than the uh, more than the good romances. Yeah, I, I like it, I, I like it when it's bad. First up, Tara and Gavin, Radio Rebel. Jesus Christ. Um, Alex and Matisse from Den Brother.
0: I literally hated that so
1: much yeah, everything about that was bad if i'm being quite frank ren and mutai slash jason from watch. it's hard to watch
0: and like what's weird is though i also I, just don't like ren being reduced to that no. I, that was and that I, was also a character thing she is such a strong independent woman like yeah. being, like slobbering all over mutai's knob was not and, and I shout to out to
1: her. our guest for that episode Brittany, pointing out that they just like Slapped in the face of the whole romance that I've been building with Larry, that other character. Yep. Like that's a dick thing to do in a movie. Yeah. And but also what I was gonna say was I think part of the joke is that it's hard to watch. Like they're like, isn't it funny how this doesn't work? And I'm like, no, it just doesn't just, work. It,
0: yeah, it's not funny. It's hard to watch. Like I yeah. it get it's the meta thing of it's a reality show, but it's also just like this is the movie that's culminating a TV series. I would just like to see my character be my character that I love. You know what I yeah. mean?
1: <laughs> well, I I will I think you're gonna have a lot to say about our last one, Emma. Oh
0: No. No, no, no,
1: Marnie and Ethan from Holloway oh Town god. Four. Oh my
0: god, oh my god. I'm gonna try to carefully here. Knowing that Lucas Grabial is a straight man. That is what he is in real life. We have now come far enough in a society that, like, Lucas Graves has given interviews, Kenny Ortega has given interviews, that, like, Ryan is supposed to be coded in High School Musical as gay. Like, he is dressed in a way, he behaves in a way. Or, at the
1: very least, realizing he is gay. Gay, now that he's or in high would school.
0: realize it in college, is what yes. Kenny Ortega Like, it's, it's, it's Kenny Ortega, it's, a, it's supposed to be an allegory for him growing up yeah. as a gay man. This... Character of...
1: Ethan. Ethan. You forgot his name, didn't you? Uh,
0: yep. In this movie, Return to Halloween Town, is coded as a homosexual. <laughs> there is no ifs, ands, <laughs> or buts around it. If you want to make me believe in a romance, don't dress a man like that. Don't do it. It's not mystical. He's not in a cape. He's just dressed like Ryan from fucking High School Musical. To
1: be fair, it's also it's this movie and the last one as well. Like, I- Halloween Town 3, he was also dressed. Remember, didn't he wear like a bunch of weird belt buckles?
0: There's so many belts and vests, there vests. And hats. It's crazy. It's like they were like, oh, I love that girl you had on High School Musical. Bring her over. Except for actually High School Musical's after this. I don't know. No. I don't know what Lucas
1: Grabeel did. I think High School Musical, I think Halloween Town 3 was maybe pre-High School Musical. Halloween Town 4 oh, was 3 de- was. 3, 3, was, was, 3 4 was. 4 was. was definitely. But it's
0: like he liked working with Denise in costumes from HSM and they were like, bring her over. And I was like, <laughs> it's a different character. You're a heterosexual love interest. What's going on and then also the fucked up thing of like him not telling her he had gotten his magic taken off. I hated this I hated this I didn't buy it for in a second
1: Here, here's what I'm gonna say I don't have that whole rant and take and even if you just take away any of the coding conversation that we're having about his character these two people had no chemistry none no, like I would even like I would say between all the other nominees you could at least say that they like the way that Debbie Ryan looked at Gavin in her insane, over-the-top way was in some form genuine. I
0: like to save this phrase because I know, I've said it before, I'll say it again, but it a ham and an Allen wrench. It was like there was a piece of ham and an Allen wrench. Just... Absolutely nothing going on between those two.
1: Nothing going on there. Um, Except
0: for maybe friendship, which why couldn't they just be friends?
1: She already, you did a great romance in Halloween Town. High with the murderer from American yeah. Horror Story. And then this one, it's like, we're not going to acknowledge anything that happened in Halloween Town High, except for when we absolutely need, we need to. to. Um, so we're not going to talk about that guy ever. Oh,
0: I just, I hated that guy. It's, it was, it felt, I also hate romances and any plot point in these movies where it feels like they think I'm dumb. Like, we're not dumb. We just watched the other movie. We know what love looks like, and it's not this. Stop trying to shove it down my throat just because I'm a kid.
1: For me, it's coming down to Ren and Mutai, and or Marty and Ethan because those movies don't need love stories. And I, I mean, like, I, do- I did- we
0: are dealing with like generational time travel, haunted necklaces, human butt to dog transformation. We don't need her we to don't sexy ride a broom with Ethan.
1: We don't need that. And we don't need the romance angle of the reality show thing that's going on at Ethan Stevens. Den Brother, a good chunk of that movie is devoted to the fact that he likes Matisse and he wants to charm her. And it works because it's tangential to the whole Den Brother, like, Leading the troop plot. Like, it works. Uh,
0: Completely. Tara
1: and Gavin, like, I I do, like, it's. you watch that grow as, like, she interacts with him more and more over the course of the film, it works as part of her journey to becoming herself that she always was, whatever that movie was trying to say. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to go Ren and Muay I think. Just because, like, how little I care for that, like, for... I don't care as an audience member as watching it, and I think the fact that they felt they need to write that in is a fail on the entire film's part.
0: I'm going Marnie and Ethan.
1: Well, good, because the audience agrees with you. But yeah! I wanted to give a shout-out to just how insane that move was, and those were the two uh, front-runners on yeah. that one.
0: Yeah, and I felt that that was the-
1: And now we have the last of our interesting categories for this particular year, which was Best Romance.
0: Mm, Because there
1: there were, we were doing some scraping at the bottom of the barrel on this one. But my
0: nails actually hurt from scraping the bottom of the barrel.
1: But let's start with some a genuine positive, in a way, which is Sarah and Christopher from Starstruck. Now, some of you might think this should go in Worst Romance, and I don't blame you because Sarah is such a horrible human being. But
0: I think the argument here is, and just to cut to the chase, I think the argument is that when they're good, they are good. Yes. It's just those very Their valleys.
1: romance scenes together are good. When
0: she's in a good mood, when she's not having a good day, <laughs> things are good. And by good day, I mean good 30 minutes. And they uh, like, have
1: great chemistry. They have good banter back and forth. It yeah. works when it works.
0: Yeah. And when it doesn't, it really doesn't. But they do have, and that is, I think it is a movie about romance first. So that is it, it, yeah. Like that is what that is.
1: Uh, Zed and Addison, Zombies uh, 2. This one was tricky because this one wasn't one of so much. Had this been Zombies
0: 1, I would have been a runaway yes, because yeah. I love that. Well, I
1: think have you were when we did zombies. Yes. One. I think you did give it a I, run, I yes. love
0: them so much. But this thing that made me only slightly doubt their everlasting zombie human love is that this weird. Will z- it be weird-
1: everlasting? She's going to die eventually. Now that
0: she's an alien, which oh. stay tuned. <laughs> um The other thing is like the Twilight ripoff. When they tried to, like, make him kind of jealous of a, werewolf. a werewolf. It's literally and a werewolf I was werewolf like, this again. is mad dumb. And then, like, he was mad at her for I was, wanting to be a werewolf. I was
1: tempted to list her and Wyatt, I think the character's name was, even though that was all of one scene. It's all where that, one That's scene. one scene. Then we have Lewis and Tawny from Even Stevens. Again, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Not a huge plot point of that film that they are a couple. But Emma and I agreed that it was a good little cap to their relationship to have that thing in the beginning where she's kind of like seriously like this is how you're gonna be and then at the end to see them kind of be like yeah okay and like like playful and fun it was nice and again in a year when we didn't have a lot of good relationships we had to uh, make do with what we could uh, and last. This is an unprecedented event for the Decommentoys Awards. We did list Val and Brink as one of the nominees.
0: Because, guys, let's just face it. They, there was something going there was, on there. They
1: they eventually, they went to college, they came back home, they rediscovered themselves, the and they way fell in love. It, they they were obsessed with each other. They were obsessed with each other.
0: And, like, in a good way. Like, like I it's... wanted to see it play out. And this is my problem with Disney Channel. And maybe someday we'll get there in 2020. I want to see a gay relationship in one of these movies. It's... I want to see a healthy Gay relationship. Stop coding it, stop teasing me, stop queer baiting me, and give me the goods, mama. And that's what I wanted. I I wanted wanted. to see these two men admit
1: that they were. I wanted rivals to lovers. I wanted rivals to lovers. Was Brink
0: even in love with the girl?
1: No, that was not a factor.
0: Yeah, see, he was in love with Val. He was in love with Val. didn't even try.
1: And I, and, honestly, and
0: Val was in love with him, and they, that's why he was bullying him. It was like sandbox yes, paradox.
1: It was. And I, I'm right. I, 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 I'm i with you. I don't think I can give them... Oh, wait, is it my turn? No, it's your turn, actually. But I don't know if we can actually give them the award just based on the fact that Disney Channel is cowards and they won't let us have what we truly want.
0: Shots fired, Disney.
1: Shots, balls in your court
0: then I think I will have to go with Addison and Zed. I know they didn't give their best performance in Zombies 2, but I still just like them so much together, and I like him and I like her. And when they were maybe gonna break up, it stressed me out. Like, I would, that's how you know that you care. Like, it's like, when the fucking Christopher Wilde and Tara were fighting, I was like, just Sarah. go. I don't care. When Sarah and Christopher Wilde were fighting on that beach, I was like, walk away, sweetie. You don't deserve him. Like, I just didn't care. Like, I did not want Addison and Zed to break up.
1: Yeah, but my problem with doing that is just that it's like, it's barely a part of zombies, too. And I, I think for as many problems as we have with Starstruck, I think I want to give it to Sarah and Christopher for having, like, easily, out of all of these, the best chemistry and back and forth out of all the couples that's where my head's at now we do have the problem that the audience did give it to val and brink understandable very understandable emma do you maybe want to join me in the starstruck side so we can have a winner fine thank you emma here's what i will here's what i will leverage for you when we do zombies three when that happens i will be all in with zed and addison with you Great. Alan, no matter what happens so we're gonna give that one to Sarah Christopher, very begrudgingly. We all know in our hearts it's Val and Brink, but yeah. until Disney Channel makes a sequel and confirms it,
0: commit to change. Disney. Commit to
1: change. It's 2020. Get at it. All right. Final category, and Emma, it's your apparent favorite one. I have no, I had no idea I this love was your this favorite. One. I had no idea this was your favorite, considering I almost got rid of it this year, but it's back again, and that is most super. I've had Trump up on it every time. I should th- think of a better name.
0: Superfluous.
1: Su- most superfluous.
0: He just didn't get it, guys. Superfluous.
1: Most super. <laughs> Most, superflu- <laughs> most superfluous character. There, you there we go. go. Um, first, we have Boomer from Brink. That guy did nothing but break his arm. Broke his arm, and then like they wanted to make you care about it. I think he, maybe, then... he maybe joined the Soul Skaters. But never
0: really gave us an answer <laughs> never there. Never really,
1: no. Uh, Could have done more with Boomer. Could have done more with Boomer. Titus from Denbrother, who is his ho- ice hockey rival, who is in... Two scenes. He had
0: romantic tension with it, and they just skated apart. We we
1: barely ever saw his face, and he just gives him a black eye at one point. Yeah, dumb. Like, if you're going to give him an ice hockey rival, make it worth it. And
0: also, Waste of a Cool Name, Titus. Come on, commit to the bit, Titus.
1: Uh, Ichabod Grog from Halloween Town This guy
0: was a nothing burger, and this also feeds into my thing of the Dominion being a nothing burger. Like, we we said this in the episode, but just to recap, like, we didn't need him. him. We didn't need him. If you already had the other evil principal, why does she need an evil Ichabod Crane-looking sidekick?
1: Just make Professor Periwinkle the Debbie Ryan, De- the Debbie Reynolds stand-in, teach archaeology instead of that weird Shakespeare class she I, teaches, and then you're fine. Why you, do
0: they even have a Shakespeare class? It makes
1: no sense. Um, and last, but certainly not least, the sole the sole people that have kept this character <laughs> this this category are Barry and Larry from Radio Rebel. That
0: was absolute mad laughs. Wastes of space. Just. Mad just
1: absolute mad lads.
0: <laughs> One had an OCD that appeared for two lines.
1: And the other was in love with Radio Rebel. They That's were about twins
0: it. and we didn't find that out until minute 53. We didn't know their names until minute 75. I hated these men. They were completely pointless to the plot. And it, my vote is for them.
1: Yeah, my I mean, I said it. In the episode, I've got to give it to Barry and Larry, and I just know, and way. I feel bad for saying in the episode because he wanted, they wanted it in a landslide uh, with the audience, and I feel like I kind there of hide no them audience. up. But you know what? I don't care because it was so justified, Emma. They were just the fact we had to spend any time on them
0: was a waste of my life. Personally, you
1: don't know how lucky you are, audience, the fact that we skipped over all their parts in Radio Rebel. But that is going to do it for us, everyone. That is our final award. We hope you all had a lovely time coming. Thank you so much for coming Drive out safe. virtually. Drive safe. Winners and kind of losers, I guess. If you want a worst category, your statues are not in the mail because they don't exist, and you just have to carry that shame forever. Um, I think. Oh, oh, I'm an idiot. I forgot. I forgot the thing we do. I knew there was something else we do, and I forgot. We have to go over all the characters that we lost this year. We have to do our in memoriam, beginning, of course, with the the mom and den brother who tragically died and left that grossly incompetent father to try and raise the two children. Why wasn't he worse parent? Because he still tried, and he did a good job in his trying. He was
0: trying. Not getting any childcare for those two kids, but um, except for that decrepit housekeeper.
1: Yeah. Who died? No, just was old. Must
0: have immediately Jeez. after <laughs> died.
1: <laughs> just felt like Let's both. Let's include her just in case. Yeah, just in case. Uh, speaking of, just, maybe also just in case, I will say uh, Grandma Aggie from Halloween Town 4, not dead in Canada, but Debbie Ry- Reynolds is now dead, and that was her last... Appearance. appearance and I put appearance in quotation marks because they could not get
0: her to the studio.
1: Barely counts. Um, I don't think anybody died, in even Stevens. Love the love between. Uh, characters died, but other than that, a ton of people and presumably the reindeer died of reindeer flu in Twas the Night. I'm making that call I think there was
0: multiple deaths in that movie that we didn't.
1: Oh, yeah, very much so. Very off-screen. Also, didn't they leave the little guys tiny at the end? They probably are all dead. dead. They're very dead. Cadet Kelly, I'm still convinced that the dad died and was resuscitated. (laughs) Uh, When I saw that
0: pool of red, I was like, R.I.C., homie. He's dead.
1: In Zombies 2, again, all the zombies are kind of dead, technically, maybe. I don't know what the hell's going on with Addison, but... uh, uh, maybe her too. Someone dead in starstruck no. The grandpa. Oh yeah, the grandpa. Yeah. Were, that we thought was gonna that were be the fish. and that she had a weird attraction to him because he looked good in that bucket hat. Yeah. Her, her dead grandpa's started. Her cats. dead dead grandfather. That the
0: grandma apparently zoomed on to her new boyfriend. Oh, on. She was
1: waiting for that uh waiting
0: for him to stop waiting kidding. for that
1: hard to stop beating and Erica Enders very nearly died in Right on Track in that horrific yep. crash. I don't think anyone was dead in Radio Rebel. Except for my soul. Except for, yes.
0: Her dad was in Thailand. Her dad was in
1: Thailand, supposedly. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Thailand means dead. Dead. Um, Also, you know what? Let's just throw that out there because we did cover in a bonus episode. Nicolas Cage's mom is supposed to be dead in in National Treasure 1, but she's not. She is revived and she is Helen Mirren (laughs) in National Treasure 2. Not the sequel. Um, That's going to do it for us, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this fun little mini-sode where we go over the past year. I hope you will enjoy our next season as much as you enjoyed the last one. And instead of doing all our plugs and everything, let's just give a heartfelt thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And I hope you'll stick around for more. Goodbye. Emma, sing the outro song. No. There is no outro song. That was a test. Goodbye.